Ian, how are you? Good, Craig. How are you on this lovely afternoon here in Sydney? Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Welcome to episode 25 of Hubshots. Yes, it's all about inbound marketing with Mads Nielsen. Mads Nielsen, yeah, it's an excellent interview. You know, have you ever heard this expression, it doesn't matter what the question is, the answer is HubSpot? No, I haven't. But I think, <laughs> I think we just got it. <laughs> well, I said it in all the other takes for this interview. <laughs> Surely you've heard it before. Anyway, the point we're going to make is that Mads is a sales guy, right? So you'd think whatever he's doing, talking to people, he'd be pushing HubSpot to anyone and everyone, right? But the opposite is the case. And I think it's really interesting what comes out at the start of the interview with him is he talks about how HubSpot isn't a fit for everyone. In fact, he really focuses on making sure it is a good fit for the potential customers he's talking to. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important given that there are so many different systems and tools out there. And I think, you know, you could be really frustrated with something that you're using for email marketing, for example. You might say, look, I'm going to put HubSpot in, but, you know, does it actually get you to the right place that you're actually expecting to get to? Are you in a Ferrari traveling at two kilometers an hour down down the motorway, right? When really it should be doing 300Ks on a racetrack somewhere. So again, are you using the right tool and does it fit with what you're after? Because that's the key thing. Another really good thing that he goes through is this whole idea of setting expectations and also timeframes as well, because it's not only the product using HubSpot, it's actually the whole inbound methodology. Yeah, you know what? That is so true because you've got to transform your thinking. When you do inbound and you do the training, you have to transform your thinking, right? With transforming your thinking comes the way you've got to transform what you're doing. And in doing that, you will see the result that you can get. Now, where a lot of people tend to go wrong is that they don't transform their thinking and transform their doing, and they try to do what they know in a platform that doesn't facilitate that. That's actually a really good point. And he builds on this. What I thought was really good is he said, you know, people fixate on the platform cost, but it's actually the investment you put into implementing the methodology, all the content creation, planning strategy and all of that. That's actually the big cost. The platform costs only a small part. If you don't have both together then you're not going to get the results that's right and you know what this is not a quick fix or a magic bullet for your business so if that's what you're after you got to go look somewhere else yeah so mads has some really good points to challenge our thinking there we'll throw to the interview now but make sure you wait till the end for that pearl of wisdom yeah it's a cracker so get your notepads out take some notes and implement what he's saying because you know what i think that could make a massive difference in your business all right take it away mads now, Mads, tell us what you do at HubSpot in Asia Pacific. Oh, boy. What don't I do? Um, well, you're I'm, a bit of a star. I am a star, I have to say. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, a, I'm, I'm what's called a CAM, which is a channel account manager. And uh, I, do, I work with sales with marketing agencies that are HubSpot partners. Okay, so you're dealing with agencies that are dealing with customers, say, marketing managers. So the listeners to the podcast, they might work with an agency. You're the person that works with the agency. So what we're interested in your experience working with agencies, what do you find that the marketing managers are doing well or the agencies that are working well with marketing managers that are successful are doing? Are there any kind of general things that jump out at you? Well, it all comes down at the end to inbound marketing, right? So they need to be able to understand that concept. And I think the more old school they're used to working, the more harder it is to get them to kind of move over to that path. And so the ones who are doing it well are the ones who are open to change. I think that's the first thing that's really important. We talk a lot about fit at HubSpot, whether they're a good fit for our product, for our inbound marketing line. And that's one of the first things we fill out for. 
Excellent. So we've actually heard that as a consistent theme, which is always good. What we're actually asking you, can you define inbound marketing as you understand it? Because quite often in Australia, still in Asia Pac, people don't have a clear idea of what inbound marketing is. And not many people search for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, what is inbound marketing? That's a really good question. So in my, in my world, I think inbound marketing is around putting good content out there that people want to read. And that will then drive visitors to your website, basically see your product, see what you have to say. I think it's very much around not just telling them about all your fantastic products, but having a good story to tell. That's really good. Now, you deal with a lot of sales and we've talked, I talk about this quite often, is that we're seeing this shift, like you can bring great leads into a business, but if sales aren't treating those leads with the respect that's due or they don't understand what the outcome needs to be, there's this massive misalignment and sometimes sales will never even see who's in marketing or even talk to anybody in marketing. And I think that's something that HubSpot's done pretty well. And they obviously the alignment there is very close. Having been in HubSpot for a while and yes. being like a sales star in HubSpot, what are the steps you've taken to make that a success? And what have you seen that have been the key drivers for that success? I think part of that is kind of like a twofold thing. I think the one thing is around, uh, you, you touched upon sales and marketing. There's a marketing alignment, as we call it, which needs to be very much in par, but um, it very seldomly is. So I think one of the biggest things that agencies can do to position themselves for better success is to go in there and not just talk to the marketing team and be that market outsourced marketing team for them, but actually work with the sales department about it. What kind of leads are they looking for and what qualifies a good lead for them as well? And even though that kind of gets ticked off, sometimes you'll still have some misalignment, but it's all about tweaking and fine tuning at the end of the day. Now, see, that's a really interesting point you make. Across the board, how many people or say partners you deal with actually have conversations with sales teams? About 20%. Yeah, so that's what I thought because it's really interesting because in our agency, we seem to have a lot of conversations with head of sales now first before we even get to marketing. Yeah. And I'm seeing this shift because people, they have huge sales teams. People don't want to talk to them because they know they can get the information or they want to talk to the engineers that have their information. And so we're seeing this yep. massive shift in the market. And I guess sales directors are finding that they need to find other ways to get to their market. So inbound is a great way to do that. But I just find don't, I think on our side, education is becoming really big, like understanding, they need to understand what they're getting and how they can get it. But I think a lot of it is going to fall on maybe marketing managers, but also even agencies to educate some of these people. I'd have to agree. I think agencies who start with sales get a more inside and in-depth knowledge into what is actually causing revenue at the end of the day to be generated. And so if you use the sales team to a more effective, marketers seem to think that they know a lot of things and they can push out a lot of good, good leads for the sales team. And the sales team sit back and go, no, they don't. So it's a bit, of a bit of a give and take when it comes to that. But I think that if you can nail the sales process in terms of what they're looking for, you can actually really help that on your inbound path on what kind of content to write about, what kind of, and to, to specify more around personas, because that really helps the sales team at the end of the day. And what everyone's looking for is revenue. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit more. So our listeners are predominantly marketing managers. So they might not have been exposed to this whole idea of sales and marketing alignment. They might be thinking, 
marketing just gets the lead, we hand it over the fence to sales. What are you seeing as successful companies doing? Like, what would you say to marketing managers that have that opinion? Do you think it's changing? I think it is changing. I think it's taking a long time to change as well. I think there's... Um, there's a lot of education that goes into this piece. Both marketing managers and sales needs to be able to understand what each other's roles do to be able to kind of fine tune that a little bit better. But there is a big educational piece and a bit missing there in the blocks, especially in Australia as well. I see that there's still very much old traditional. I see a lot of, of you know sales blames marketing and marketing blames sales. There's a lot of that going on, but I think that if you can meet in the midway around inbound because you have content, you know what people have been doing, you can provide that better in-depth intel for the sales reps. It just becomes a better experience overall. But also, sales knows a lot and knows a lot more than, than marketers might actually give them credit for. And it could be a good way to kind of open in the door and say, well, what kind of content should we be focusing on and kind of bring that into that alignment. That's where we have this marketing alignment in. Now, Matt... We've been doing all our certifications again this year. Sounds good. How important is it, do you think, to put sales through inbound training? I think they need to understand the concept of inbound training. So I think that uh, it, they need to take at least the certification on inbound. I think every yep. sales rep should do that. When it comes into like using HubSpot and things like that, no, that mm -hmm. doesn't really matter. So, But that initial inbound education, they need to understand to better provide feedback for marketing as well and as they go forward. Yeah, and I think like with that, obviously, they're going to be using tools like the CRM yep. at the end of the day. So I think that is very key. And as that grows in the whole marketing mix, I think that's going to be a really key thing to get people to be successful. I completely agree. And I think on this fact, I think pretty much every agency working with their end users should go out and actually recommend a very, very fixed path on educating their sales team on inbound marketing. Because if they don't understand what they're being given, they're not utilizing the whole platform. So it's all about a give and take situation, but it is something that they need to do if a business is gonna go in and actually actively position inbound marketing as their strategy going forward. This raises a really important question for me. We've got sales, we've got marketing, right? Yeah. Now what if the head of the business is not on board with this or has no idea about inbound? Well, then there's another educational piece that needs to be taken care of there. The agency needs to go in and actually teach every aspect of the business all the way from the top to the bottom, I think, when it comes to within marketing and sales. And that includes the CMO and it includes sometimes advice up to the CEO because he needs to understand what's going on as a strategy from within the business and needs to be as a minimum on board with the concept. Right. So as a marketing manager listening to this, I guess the takeaway for them, would it be that... If they're having trouble getting buy-in for HubSpot, they actually need to go back a step and talk about the approach first in yeah. marketing, understanding that. Oh yeah, definitely. So can I ask you then, because you're on the sales side, you're actually typically dealing with marketing managers at companies that are considering HubSpot as a yep. tool. What are the, some of the common questions and problems that they're coming to you with hoping that HubSpot will solve? Well, one is that their website is more of a holding page or a brochure or something very like that. But the, the biggest thing is like, how do I actually change that? And sometimes they're overwhelmed with some of the work that needs to be done. HubSpot and inbound marketing is not a quick fix. It's something that matures over time and they need to be on board for the longer term. A lot of them that are looking for a quick fix 
kind of steer away from HubSpot a little bit because they're going, that's a long-term fix. And it might be best for their company, but at the end of the day, they might not go ahead because they can't see that immediate return of investment. What's long-term mean? We generally tell people that it's anywhere between six to nine months before you start seeing the ball really rolling and kicking back on SEO and things like that once you've actually done a full inbound marketing implementation. But it might be as quick as a couple months depending on what target you're going into and how aggressive you are in terms of content that you're publishing and things like that. But it can also be several years depending on exactly how much you invest into it. So when I say several years, it's like if you just go out there and say a couple blogs a month is enough and I'm just going to tweak a little bit here and there, you might not see any return on investment for a longer period of time. It does take some significant investment of time. And that's the biggest thing. It's not the platform costs. It's around It's the time. effort, right? It's yeah, the effort. That's yeah. really good. Good point. From a perspective of people that you're seeing across the board, how quickly can, how quickly and reasonably possible is it to build out a campaign? Uh, or people, what should they be doing to build campaigns? Because I was talking to someone the other day, and it's been almost a whole year and they have not built out a campaign. Well, that's the first thing you do when you get into HubSpot is you build a campaign. You deep dive right into the deep end around um, building campaigns, building content, and really structuring that and publishing it as soon as possible because you need to build up that momentum, which takes time. So that is the first thing. And how easy it is, it's pretty easy. We have a tool for it. We go into where we actually completely build out and all the aspects that you need to remember when building out a campaign. It's a very thorough tool when it comes to that kind of stuff. And plus the reporting is amazing. So you can actually see whether the efforts that you're doing are paying off in terms of visitors and lead conversions and so on. If you look at sales globally, let's say, for example, what do you see is the big difference between your counterparts in America and you here in Asia Pacific? Because we have customers that might be based here but are going into the US market. So what sort of insight can you give us and our audience as to what the differences are, if there is anything at all? Well, the US is a lot further ahead than we are here in Australia because they've had it for a while. The concept is becoming more of a day-to-day conversation than what it is here in Australia. So I think that if you if you think of it from that point of view, if they're going to go into a market like that, it's going to be much more receptive to it because it's already ready for it. Where here it's an educational piece much more. It's like the intermediate stage at this moment. It's getting a lot better than what it was, but we've been here a couple of years now. We've had clients that have been on us for four or five years. So it's it's not something new to a lot of people, but the concept of implementing it, what it actually takes, is new when you're marketing here. However, for the US, you would see a much more receptive market because it's been there longer. That's actually an opportunity for marketing managers in Australia then. We're, we're still behind in a sense, and so there's actually opportunity um, before everyone's on board to yep. actually jump in now and get started. Oh, definitely. It's something to remember as well that eventually this will be the way people market. And it is something that we're merging into. Traditional marketing is more or less dying off because people are blocking out all the traditional ways of marketing and advertising. So it is something that is emerging. And the quicker you get on board, the more stronger you'll be in the long run. What's one pearl of wisdom you can give us? Ooh. So that's always tough because you learn so much every year. But yeah. I think... Well, let's say in the last 12 months. Last 12 months. Okay. Well, um, I think one of the things that I found is you have to continue to set the bar a little bit higher every time you kind of move yourself through your progress. Nice. So for me, personally, it's always been to get more requirements out of my agencies. And I think you guys will see the funnel of that later on. But I think you should continue to move your bar for yourself. You need to continue to push yourself to improve. You can't just sit and rely on what you knew because things change constantly. 
Well, thank you, Matt. I love that last point. Continual incremental improvement, right? Yes. A bit like Kaizen, isn't it? 1% improvement every day. Ah, yes, of course. You know, in, uh, and over time, you'll see a massive change. Definitely. Now, just recapping on just two of those points, it's, I really wanted to reiterate his whole point there about making sure your customer is a good fit. Now, he was talking about HubSpot, making sure the HubSpot prospective customers are fit for HubSpot's products, right? Of course, the wider point is that for us as marketing managers and dealing with salespeople and that, it's really about making sure that our marketing efforts are reaching the people that it's most aligned with. Yeah, and you know what? I think that filters down to your product and service, right? When you're doing inbound, you're actually figuring out and getting the right people that fit your product and service so you're not talking to the wrong people. Same thing with what Mads was talking about. I think that's really a key. The, the more refined, the better you get at that, the better your result will be at the end of the day. Yeah, and he talks about personas and just making sure your personas are up to date and what's going to be great in our next interview next week with Varun is he actually we build on this whole idea around um, personas and making sure they're up to date that's right and I think you know one of the other things is that starting the inbound conversation with sales and even getting sales to do the inbound certification could probably transform the way they think about what you have to do as a marketing manager and vice versa because I think that's the, always the point where things break down is we're talking two different languages. Once we all get on the same page with the same language, then we can see things happening. Yeah, and the, and the real takeaway here for marketing managers listening to this is quite often marketing has brought HubSpot into the company and they're, they're embracing inbound. Yes. But the rest of the company isn't on board with it yet because they're not aware of it. It's not like they're objecting to it. They just don't understand the concepts. I thought his point around how often conversations are starting with sales and you just picked up on it there is really interesting. It's challenging, actually, for a lot of marketing managers because they think they're in control of that. It's actually about educating the rest of the business and making sure upper management is on board as well. Yeah, I think to start this off, even just get the head of sales involved, get their feedback and then get a plan to roll it out to the rest of the team because I think that's a big thing. Once you've got the head of sales involved, the rest will happen. It'll take care of itself because he's the leader and he's going to make sure he sees it through. And I was encouraged, like yesterday, I was sitting in a meeting with uh, another business and the owner who also looks after the marketing actually brought his head of sales in. And I thought that was fantastic because when we were actually showing him what the capabilities are and how it can benefit him, I was like, well, there's this alignment already that's taking place. It's just that you need a system to facilitate that. And, you know, that was fantastic to see. All right. Well, thanks again to Mads. So, uh, so many gems there to take away. And I uh, hope uh, our listeners enjoyed it too. We'd love their feedback. Yeah. So uh, talk to us on Twitter. Leave us a comment. On Facebook. On Facebook or on the site. And uh, I'll see you again next week, Ian. See you, Craig. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hubshots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.